It's Godfather Minute, Minute, where we never tell anyone outside the family what we're thinking. Literally, in this case, because we're brothers. That's right. (laughs) And everyone listening to this is related to us. Mm -hmm. We're all family. Yes. Uh, I'm Alex Robinson. And I'm Andy Robinson. And together we are Godfather Godfather Minute. Minute. Uh, Today we're discussing Minute 40. Mm -hmm. E minuto. E minuto. Numero. Numero. Quaranta. Oh, boy. Quaranta. You got it. Quaranta. 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 Say, Quaranta. The, whole, say the whole thing. E minuto. E minuto numero quanto. Quaranta. Quaranta. Like quarter. But then just TA at the end. Quaranta. Quaranta. You got it. Minuto numero quaranta. Qua. Oh my gosh, I can't qua. do it. It's another qua. word that starts like, with qua. Like quat, come quat, qua, qua, plus a quarter, qua, ranta, qua, vanta. You got it. These forties are gonna be rough. Yeah, it's gonna be a long ten minutes. (laughs) The longest ten minutes I never had. Uh, So the minute forty, minute quantas starts off with um, the gang shuffling out of the Dom's office Mm -hmm. after the Turk meeting has ended. Uh, well, they don't quite get, not everyone doesn't quite get out of the office nope. because the Don has Sonny to stay after school mm-hmm. <laughs> to scold him. Mm-hmm. Do you think Sonny knew he was going to have to stay after to meet with his pop? Mm-hmm. Do you think he was trying to hustle out of there because he knew it was a possibility? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. We don't know how often he, do you think he did the, you know, later on in the movie, we see the Don kind of, uh, consulting with Michael, like mm-hmm. telling him, Oh, listen, this is what you yeah. You know, look, look, keep an eye on for this. Did you think he does that with Sonny? Like, is he actively grooming Sonny to take over? Or is Sonny just supposed to learn just by watching? And, and I think he has to be teaching him along the way and right. giving him guidance, not just through yeah. modeling. And I guess that's what Tom's for, too. Tom's there also to be a kind of, like, mm-hmm. stable. Because Tom obviously knows the intri- intricate workings and, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. in many ways. In, in, the, in terms of the business, probably has a closer relationship to the Don than Sonny does yeah. in the in terms of mm-hmm. business. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think he's as much of a father as to Tom as he is to yours to you or uh, Michael. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and yes. so his pop holds him back, and pop then, holds him back, and says, "Santino, come here. What's well, the matter with what's you? What's the matter with you? <laughs> it's not out of it. <laughs> what's the matter? What's the matter with that? I guess he stayed home from college to to stay stupid." He says, I think this is where this is where the the Italian thing of saying, uh, what's the matter, you, you know, like, what's you the matter, this you came, came, this came from this. He's like, really? Yeah. What's the matter, you? That's what. Are you serious? No, that that's, came no, that's oh, not about just, that oh, okay. yeah. nice. uh, I think your brain is going soft from all that comedy you're playing with that young girl. Hmm. Never tell anybody outside the family what you're thinking again. Yeah, it's yeah. a great line. It's a great line. I would say that's a fairly iconic line from the movie. Yeah. I think I remember it because um, it stuck sticks out to me because when I was, uh, you know, my other one of my other jobs is a cartoonist, mm-hmm. and I was talking to my publisher once. Let it, <laughs> the, the funny papers. 
I was uh, talking to my publisher about something and then some other business distributor or some guy came over and like I was just standing there and, and uh, I knew kind of what I knew what they were talking about and I knew that like my publisher was not giving that guy information that he had, mm-hmm, you know, and mm-hmm. then he, when he walked away, he's like, never give anyone outside the family, oh, you know, I was quoting the Godfather. Yeah. He was quoting the Godfather too. So, uh, you know, anyway, that was a, not that good of a story, but it was the first time I remember someone, I, I remember also being flattered because it was like, Oh, I'm inside the, I'm an insider. I'm not, oh, that's true. I'm not a Turk. I'm a, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not so lotso. I'm no. I ain't no pimp. <laughs> I ain't no pimp huh. leader either. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think it's interesting that he characterizes um, Lucy, the um, a woman with the enormous vagina, as a young girl. Huh? Why are you surprised that she's young? I mean, she doesn't. She's maybe it's just. I don't know. To me, she seems like a woman in like her just out of college. I think maybe. Yeah, because she's single. I, I thought she was in like her twenties or something for some reason. Yeah. Yeah, that would be right out of college. In the book, remember? Well, even Fuji? someone in college, I wouldn't say as a young girl. Oh, okay, got it. Yeah. yeah. I would say after college, you're probably a young woman. Got it, yeah. Young girl is like, you're talking yeah. like, uh, gotcha, you know, yeah. uh, waltz level. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Creepy. <laughs> Where you keep sliding waltz. back into Jack Waltz. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that comedy you're playing with that young girl. <laughs> Yeah, well, of course we have to. We, we that whole line, go. Your brain is going soft from all that comedy you're playing with that young girl. Let's Alex, let's break it down. Let's break it down. So, what where does that line come from? Comedy. Yeah, was that an expression at, at the time, and of, from the forties or the seventies? <laughs> I've never heard that expression in any other. I mean, I've heard the expression comedy before. Yeah. Uh, and here's something I came up with. Comedy is tragedy plus time. That's my, I came up okay. with that. Yeah. So are you saying that the pop is saying that this is a tragedy? Originally it was a tragedy. And now, now that, now that a couple of minutes have passed, it's oh, comedy. Okay. <laughs> It'll turn into a tragedy I because exactly. the baby that is conceived is the one who winds up killing Joey Zaza. <laughs> oh, dun, dun. <laughs> well, Zaza <this> Slayer. <laughs> he was born to slay Zaza. <laughs> Zaza. So, but this in this case, it's opposite because he's it's comedy that becomes tragedy. Yes. Oh, so this is comedy plus time equals tragedy. Equals tragedy which mathematically yeah. is the no, it's different. It's different because comedy equals. Tragedy minus time. Mathematically, you would subtract time. For, anyway, I'm getting all yeah. the math nerd on you. <laughs> you see, uh, Alex, you have to balance the equations right. if you're going to subtract. Well, at this, the, the Don has some uh, interesting turns of phrase. Like when he says um, in that deleted scene where he goes to see uh, Jenko and Michael's wearing his uniform, he's like, all these Christmas ribbons you have on. So yeah. he's always trying to come up with like different uh, <laughs> different ways. Of, uh, he's he's different trying to be clever with what, how <laughs> yeah. he says. Things. It's important to keep your mind active, especially yeah. for an older person. <laughs> I try to learn new languages, meet new people. I read the funny papers every day. <laughs> funny papers. <laughs> so, um, but I do wonder if that expression is maybe from Sicilian. I think we're going to have to yeah. ask our uh, Italian consultant, Peter Carucci, from New York. Yeah, or our Sicilian our, consultant. Our Sicilian <laughs> consultant from Arizona, Tony Consiglio. <laughs> Uh, I'm just wondering, maybe that because I had never, I'd never heard of that before. Yeah, maybe that's a that'd be an awesome deep cut if it actually were a, 
a common expression in Sicily. I'm going to guess that it's probably just like a, a play on like, you know, funny business or horseplay or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, maybe in Sicilian, those two words are, you know, similar. Yeah. Playing comedy. Yeah. <laughs> um, maybe Santino, maybe he's prompting Santino to say, uh, Pop, what's so funny? Why is it a comedy? Says, well, well, because according to the man writing the story, uh, Lucy's got big female parts. And, yeah. <laughs> That's very meta. He goes, you realize, Santino, you're not real. <laughs> We're all just characters in a play. That's why it's a comedy. <laughs> Wait, is he saying they're characters in a, pl- in a play? <laughs> I said they are. In a it's novel. Best-selling novel. You and me are the main characters. I got news for you. I'm going to get shot. You're going to die in the causeway. <laughs> It's already written. It's like pop. I got. I got. You don't even know the half of it. We're not. We're we're actors in a movie that are playing those characters. We're not even those characters. Well, <laughs> well, get out of here, the Stuarts. I should have gone to college to get stupid. <laughs> uh, well, so then um, uh, some flowers arrive. Yeah. And uh, I think it's a great uh, visual thing because the, the Don's office is very, everything's very muted and earth tones mm-hmm. and browns and tans and stuff. And then Johnny's flowers show up and they're so like explosion of color. <laughs> in the, uh, they're reflecting his more showy Hollywood roots compared to the more, you know, men of the people mm-hmm. that, that the Don. Has. I can't believe Salazzo that quickly sent flowers to the Don to thank him for that meeting. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he probably did it ahead of time. I just thought of that now. <laughs> that's a good it's hilarious. That's a good... <laughs> you know, but, but in all seriousness, I don't know why, but I always thought that those flowers were from Waltz. I'm not kidding you. Oh. I, and you even hear him say, oh, the flowers from Johnny for the new yeah. picture. But I always thought they were from Waltz. You I mean up until you just watched it? Yeah. You really thought they were from Waltz the whole time? Which makes, I know makes no sense at all. Why would Waltz send flowers? I guess well, it kind of makes sense. He's saying, well, yeah. hey, no, don't kill any more of my yeah. prize horses. Oh, no, yeah. Sort of saying, right. like, okay, we're, you know, I get it. Yeah. You know, I'm, you. I'm in your, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's, not, it's not outlandish yeah. that the. But it is kind of funny to think that Waltz is, is fuming back at his Hollywood <laughs> estates. I know I'm going to send flowers to this guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Check him out. <laughs> Um. Oh yeah. So speaking of the movie, uh, so the movie that um they, we never find out what the movie Johnny was in, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. but um, the movie Frank Sinatra was in. He played the character Angelo Maggio. Mm-hmm. Maggio. M a g g i o. How do you? Uh, Angelo Maggio. Maggio. I think so. Yeah. And uh, that movie was From Here to Eternity, which came out in 1953. Mm. And this movie takes place in 1945. So, mm. so, so Johnny kind of pre, he kind of set, laid the, he was a, a trailblazer for Frank Sinatra. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. He's like, when I first saw that Johnny Fontaine had threatened that band leader, I'm like, <laughs> this guy's someone I gotta, I gotta admire. And with a weak voice, he did it with a weak voice. <laughs> I can do it too. If he can make it there, I can make it too. Anyway. I did it his way. <laughs> the Johnny Fontaine way. <laughs> Um, yeah, so uh, I've never seen that movie. Mm. Did, we, did we talk about that from here to eternity? Um, I think we may have mentioned it, yeah. I think that's one of those movies, one of those classic movies that is 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 like for the rest of eternity, less people are going to watch it than have watched it already. Why? I just think it's one of those movies that like, was a big deal at the time. Uh, and like, Was it a big deal at the time? Oh, he, uh, uh, yeah. 
Oh. It was. It, was, it, it totally, put, totally put uh, Johnny on the map. It made, him, <laughs> made him a big star. <laughs> so that is uh, ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, and then the Don's like, take it away. Take mm-hmm. these flowers away. Well, I think it's great how, how uh, he says, "What is this nonsense? Yeah. <laughs> what is great. this comedy? <laughs> what is this? Nonsense? He's on a roll." <laughs> And then Hagen said, I haven't seen flowers this big since uh, <laughs> the funeral. Oh, ugh, I got to work in this. And then, and then uh, Godfather says to Hagen, oh, take it over there. And then Hagen says the exact same thing to someone. He says, take it over there. Which is kind of funny, but to me it shows that the Godfather really has insulated himself. Like he can't just say to that next person, I'll oh, take him over there. Huh. He truly has Hagen... In, in that in-between layer between him and anyone else out there. So he's like a buffer. He's a buff, whole <laughs> lot of buffers, Alex. <laughs> yeah, that's, I wonder who it was that, I wonder who it was in in the story. Yeah. And I also wonder who it was, like, was it just a stagehand or, like, for realism, did they have, like, a guy dressed up in, like, as a worker of the, oh, yeah. of the, the Jenko olive I oil? I think it was. Some guy drenched in olive oil. <laughs> I think it was a young, uh, I think that, it was a young actor. Who's the actor who played Frankie Five Angels? Oh, I don't remember. It was Michael something. It was him who at the time was just a, a key grip on oh, the set. And, and he was already he... trying to undermine the actor who played Clemenza to try to get in a GF2. Wait, so how was he undermining Clemenza? Well, not yet undermining him, but he's trying to get in. He's trying to get in. He's working really hard oh, okay. trying to get in. Yeah. Some get part. his foot in the door. Yeah. He's exactly. looking for that Turk crack, they call it. <laughs> yeah. He saw that Santino was hot for the deal. <laughs> totally. Uh, have you ever sent a giant flower arrangement of that kind Boy, to someone? No, not that big. I don't think so. Uh, I go for the more single flower. Just one, one just rose. Just one flower. You know, that girl mm-hmm. that I really like, and but even though she doesn't like me, sending that one flower really a sends a mess to everyone a day, every day. Even, How many when, they, even when they keep coming back to me, I keep, I, then I keep sending one. How many have you done so far? Um, well, I started a countdown uh-huh. and I'm at about 400. Oh my gosh, so, what are you going up to? No, I'm counting down. I started at about a thousand and I can't tell you what I'm going to do when I get down to so zero. So you've sent 600 so far. Yeah. Six. Wow. That's a yeah, lot. Of I, but I can't tell you what you'll, you'll definitely hear when I get down to zero, you'll hear about oh it. Oh boy. Okay. Yeah. It's exciting. Uh-huh. New thing to look forward to. <laughs> but speaking of flower arrangements, mm-hmm. I wanted to go back to Walt sending the flowers. When I started thinking that it was actually Walt that sent the flowers, mm-hmm. I thought about, you know, nowadays they have those greeting cards that when you open them, they, plays. they either music plays or you can have a recording of someone. So yeah. if Waltz were the one to send one of those, what would it what would it play when Don Corleone opened it? Let's say if it's a Waltz recording, okay. his voice. So it's so this is uh, <laughs> when he's sending the flowers. So he's, yeah. he's, he's going to be conciliatory. He's not yeah. going to be, uh, you know. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Um, I think he would say something along the lines of like, uh, oh, I hope you, I hope you enjoy these beautiful flowers. You do appreciate beauty, don't you, Don? Oh, that's nice. Kind of a callback nice. to the, the, although that might, that will bring up the specter oh, yeah. of cartoons. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think it would be a bill for for $600,000. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it would be one of those audio recording ones. He opens it and it goes, yeah. you know, you make me want to. No, no. <laughs> no, it would be, uh, it would be Waltz's voice saying, yeah, I made him a big star. <laughs> oh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> we gave him singing lessons, dancing lessons, <laughs> acting lessons with his olive oil voice and his guinea charm. 
<laughs> How do you think Waltz informed Johnny that he was giving him the part in the picture? Uh, it was probably done through much like uh, it was probably done through buffers. Like yeah. I'm sure Don. You think I'm, Cheech told him? <laughs> yeah, you had a lot of roles to fill in that. Uh, that's how he got connected with the crime family. He came to ah. tell Johnny, and then he's like, "He's like, yeah, Johnny, how'd you get this part?" And he's like, "Well, I talked to Don <laughs> Quilliam." And he's like, "Huh? <laughs> um, maybe I'll have a heart attack." <laughs> nah, nah. <I> was, <laughs> Take it easy, Frankie. Take it easy. <laughs> you rich cracker. <laughs> he's all bent out of shape. He's all crying and because of the hors d'oeuvres. I made a joke on uh, you know on uh, I'm, in our, my Star Wars podcast. We have a, our version of Fredo Corleone's Mickey Mouse Nightclub, uh-huh. which is Star Wars Minute Listener Society. Mm-hmm. And I made a joke about canopies, and I was hoping someone was going to say oh. <laughs> oh, canopies. It was just Ritz crackers. <laughs> no, no Did one, anyone pick no up one on bought it? it. No oh. one bought it. So occasionally oh, people man. will will drop Godfather. Oh, they like, will. They'll say like, oh, the book is different than the movie, or something that oh. lets us. Uh, Speaking of which, we haven't had any books different from the movie That's uh, true. lately. So, uh, huh. The book is different than the movie. The book is different than the movie. Well, let's see. You know, in this minute, there's actually... It's exact... The book is exactly like the, the movie. The book is exactly like <laughs> the movie. You never going to write a new song. <laughs> I was going to write it. It's exactly like the movie. Wow. You know, I don't have any book notes. Next minute, I have plenty of book oh, notes. Oh, cool. Well, uh, stay mm-hmm. tuned for that, everybody. Uh, yeah, so then the minute, uh, the last bit of the minute is uh, mm-hmm. the Don saying, uh, Santa Luca Brazzi. Yeah. And so, did you notice, Alex, that yes. Don Corleone waits for the flowers to go, and mm-hmm. Don Corleone is still looking down the hallway mm-hmm. and continues looking down the hallway, I presumably to make sure everyone's gone. And while he's looking, he, he says to Hagen, he says, tell Luca, tell Luca Brazzi to come in. Mm-hmm. I mm. think he... Just wants to, he knows that this has to be on the download. Oh yeah, it's totally. Very, it's inside yeah. information. Yeah, yeah. I'm surprised he didn't tell Tom that. Like, you know. Yeah, I mean, Tom probably have a no, but like say, you know, have him come in, but don't make it look like you're <laughs> having him come in. <laughs> you know what? We're gonna have Connie get remarried, just as a rule, so I can have Luca Brazzi come in to congratulate me. But it's really just to have him go undercover. <laughs> All right. Oh, and that's why they purposely get Carlo to pick fights. Oh, so they get divorced and you have Connie remarried. <laughs> wow. Oh, man, that Don, he's strategic. He's always thinking five moves ahead of yeah. everyone else. It's like 20 moves ahead. It takes like six years to integrate to, for him to be integrated <laughs> yeah. into the family. And then, you know why it didn't happen in the end? Why? Because there wasn't enough time, Michael. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, it is a great shot where he says it's the shot of the door closing and then you see mm-hmm. that... Uh, that like pebbled glass, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. you see Luca Brazzi's giant face slide into, slide the, into, into the, the frame. frame. Especially, you know, I recently went to the movies in a motion mm-hmm. picture house. You mean, you mean in a real theater? In a real theater. I didn't even think they were around. They had those anymore. Uh, this was like an underground thing. Okay. Um, and so, uh, so when, when you say, I'm sorry to interrupt, you, you, when you say you've been in a theater recently, you mean like someone's basement that they put in some nice chairs? No, no, and a like, a movie, like a movie theater, like where they sell popcorn and, you know, like so okay. many nickels and dimes. Okay. All right. Uh, and you, I, it really made me appreciate um, going to the movies mm-hmm. because A, in this modern day and age where people can't stay off their phones for two minutes, mm-hmm. it Watching a movie just forces you to just sit and watch a movie and focus on it. You know what awesome. I mean? You're not going to be like, well, like getting up and making food or, mm, you know, or rewinding or pausing. Yeah, yeah pausing. Um, 
And also seeing things on a giant screen, it can change. Like I think seeing Luca Bronzi's giant head on a movie screen would be much mm. more, have much more of an impact than mm. seeing it on a TV screen surrounded by, you know, the clutter of your stuff, house and yeah. stuff like that. Oh, like seeing right. his giant, cause I've thought about that in this other movie I saw and it wasn't even such a giant head. So I was like, mm. God, it must've been like a, like the death star moving in this giant, like a uh, Macy's yeah. day parade float coming in yeah. this giant face. <laughs> So, Speaking of which, and we what should, a face! We should totally write the Macy's Day Parade organizers to suggest them making a big Luca Brasi. Oh float. my God! We gotta, <laughs> what would it? What uh, would his pose be? <laughs> I think it would just be. I think I say I wouldn't even be his body. It would just be his head with his tongue all like oh. like sticking out like it's just a giant oh. head with a, like a, of a garroted Luca Brasi. Oh man. <laughs> And the tongue would like go in and out, like as oh, <laughs> nice. And all the people who had the ropes on the balloons would be the oh, ones that are like pulling the garrot tighter yeah, and looser. Yeah. Oh, that's great. That's totally that's what I would do. <laughs> and uh, yeah, well, thanks for sharing the story about going to the theater. I think that's <laughs> really is there no, 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 I'm really okay, no, because yeah. it's you're right. I've been noticing I'm on the phone way too much, even so when I'm driving. I get to a red light and yeah. I find I like look over at my phone. I just, well, yeah, why? It's just pointless. So not that you look at your phone while you're driving. No, 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 no. I don't do that while I'm driving. Yeah. But but while I'm driving, I I kind of look over at my mm-hmm. phone while it's in my hand. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you're not on your phone. Not on it. I'm in it. <laughs> <laughs> Got to be in it to win it. Uh, yeah. So that's that's. Um, yeah, so I'm going to try to go to the movies more because I do yeah. enjoy going to a movie. Portland it has some wonderful old movie theaters, as you know. We've been to a few movies. That, that's where I went the other night. I went to the Laurelhurst to oh, see Raising Arizona. Oh, and great. That was, that was and the they're movie. really good at playing older movies. It would not surprise me if they had The Godfather at some point. They we, recently changed it. They've, it's, it. they've started doing first run. They keep some old movies, but they started doing mostly first run oh, okay. stuff, I guess, to remain competitive. Yeah. But... Uh, Anyway, this yeah. is this is your Portland entertainment <laughs> update. So, uh, well, but what do we want to read? Any, do you have anything else to talk about for this? Minute? I do. Yeah, let's see. Luca comes in. Um, Luca or Godfather asks him. Hey, says, "Hey, I want to find out what's under his fingernails." Yeah, another coll- weird colloquial. Yeah. So, where do you think that expression comes from? And then it might see might seem obvious and common sense, but in a way, it really doesn't. Dirt under your fingernails. Because dirt can collect anywhere on you. I've thought a lot about this. Dirt yeah. can collect anywhere. Why does dirt under your fingernails, why did that become the metaphor for sort of dirty underground business? I'm going to say um, it's because like when you wash your hands, mm-hmm. if you just wash your hands like quickly, someone can look mm-hmm. at your hands and still see the dirt under your fingernails. So maybe it just means what is he what does he not want us to see? Like, what is he watching? What is he showing us his clean hands that what's actually under his fingernails as opposed to what the clean yeah. hands? Does that make any sense? Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. I accept that explanation. Right. That's great. Or maybe there was like DNA because like uh, the Turk like uh, scratched somebody. That's I was thinking about scratching or sort of clawing your way mm. up yeah. in the world. Yeah, yeah, but no, I think you're right. My only other uh, point about the, the dirt under your fingernails. Alex, you... If you didn't say you, like dirt under my fingernails. Well, I was just going to ask if Luca Brazzi had infiltrated your world of comics and podcasting. Oh, boy. What would he find? What dirt would he find under your fingernails? Well, he'd probably hear about that body that we have buried in. The, oh, wait, 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 w
I had 50 pounds of cocaine. I, all uh, went bad. All went let bad. Let it all out, Alex. All went bad. We have, uh, we have pod, podcast co-host... Um, immunity. And, no, not immunity. Um, privilege. Privilege. Oh, yeah. It's like we can't rat on each other. Yeah, they'd have to show cause if they wanted to <laughs> seize, these, seize these, uh, these transcripts. I do have a question about spousal privilege. Yes. So... I'm not a lawyer. <laughs> Just say so this clear. So I don't you, want anyone to take this as legal. So if legal. you told your wife that you killed someone mm-hmm. and she wanted to testify against you, could she? I don't. F- or is it that, or is it that they couldn't compel her to because there is privilege? You know, I don't know. Is this another Isn't asked that, answer? I think it's a we asked and we need someone to answer. Um, we asked. We need someone to answer. You'll we'll have to get. We'll have to hire a lawyer just to come oh, in and explain gosh. this stuff. Those guys. Patreons, please step it up. Yeah. You know, lawyers' fees these days—they make more than a hundred button men out there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> one man with a suitcase. But does that question make sense? Briefcase. Yes. Um, I don't know if they. It's just that they can't rat on each other. Well, in your particular example, I also don't know. I think it would be hearsay. If I came in and said I killed somebody, yeah. you're basically telling them what I said, which you can't. I don't think. Well, you what if you told your wife, "Hey, she, I killed a body. I, I killed someone, and the so body." She walked in, and I was in the middle of the murder. Yes, I just finished killing. Uh, yeah, somebody, and she walked in. Yeah, but then and then she left, and then you completely, effectively disposed of the body. So the only evidence is her having observed that and the dirt under my fingernails. That's right. <laughs> Which brings us back to your, your comments. I don't know. I'll have to look up the spousal spousal okay. privilege thing. All right. Uh, so that's all I had for the minute. Right. So what do you want to rate it? Hmm. We have Marlon Brando's in it. We have mm. uh, him reprimanding Sonny, yeah. the classic line that is about, good. Uh, oh. Family. Man, I don't want to overdo the fours, but it just, they seem like Use fours. the fours. <laughs> I'm going to go four. I think that's an iconic line. Never tell anybody outside the family what you're thinking again. People don't quote that one so much. I'm going to go three. I'm going to go four. I'm going to go four. Okay. Why? Um, because <sighs> you have the Don chastising Sonny. You have uh, not only just saying uh, don't tell anyone outside the family, but also saying well, you're having comedy with that young. Your brain's going soft. The yeah, comedy with that young true. girl. It's a good one. Uh, you have the 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 kind of reference to Johnny Fontaine. Mm-hmm. He shows up in spirit, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like an old friend showing up. You're like, mm-hmm. oh, Johnny's still mm-hmm. around. You yeah, got the, the whole, part. With it's closure. On the that whole story. horse thing comes back. Yeah, the kind whole, of think about that. Yeah. So um, and then you got Luca Brazzi's giant head showing up in it. So I'm gonna say four. <laughs> Luca Brazzi's head floating down Fifth Avenue. (laughs) (laughs) That is the funniest float idea. (laughs) The guy's pulling the strings. Pulling the strings. Pulling the strings. Pulling the strings. Oh, poor Luca. All right. All right. You know what? Let's come up with in the bonus content. Maybe we should talk about a Godfather themed parade. <laughs> I was just going to say, let's talk about some more Macy's Day Thanksgiving okay. float ideas. Let's All right. Let's, let's Perfect. We'll talk about that for yeah. a while. So, hey, if you want to hear us go talk about that, then you can go to godfatherminute.com slash Patreon. And um, yeah, I guess uh, for everyone else, take the gun, gun and leave, leave, the leave the cannoli. Leave the cannoli.